Hi everyone, this is Ian Clayton here from Origin Gate. We want to thank so many of you for listening and enjoying our podcast. This year we are going to be taking up a trade um, training day and that's going to be occurring in December. On December the, the 11th, which or 10th in America or 11th in New Zealand Pacific time, really want to encourage all of you to consider giving something. I know that uh, many of you are listening and some of you have traded into what we're doing already, but we want to be able to bless the instructors of the um, podcast and be able to help facilitate some administration. So um, we want to bless you guys as well and thank you in advance for listening and enjoying the podcast. I hope that you have a fantastic year and we bless you. Look forward to seeing you on that last um, Origin Gate for the year on the 11th of December. Thank you very much. Shalom. Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Ray Hughes, and I'm going to be sharing with you today. I'm going to be sharing about a subject that's always exciting to me because I'm going to talk to you a little bit about um, the value of songwriting. And, um, of course, we know there's a, a way too numerous songs that were written and, and became canonized Word of God. I mean, they became the truth that winds up being passed from generation to generation. Now, so many of them were songs and poetry. Over some one-third of Scripture is actually poetry. And uh, the psalmist declared in Psalm 118, The Lord is my strength and my song, and He has become my salvation. Of course, he's echoing Another place in Scripture where in, in Exodus 15, 2, which was part of Moses' victory song after they uh, crossed the Red Sea. And, uh, and also in Psalm 18, 1, uh, David says it again, Lord, I love you, O Lord, my strength. Uh, and there, there he's again joining those ideas of song and strength. And, and of course, Typically, you find them being expressed as Thanksgiving psalms. And uh, uh, that's where, you know, the worshiper was uh, begins to, by offering praise to the Lord for his steadfast, enduring love. And in verse 5, the psalmist uh, calls to the Lord in his distress, and God answers him. So the songwriter, he's constantly reaching uh, whoever it might be in the psalms, he uh, contrasts the human power to God's might and uh, acknowledges that the real source of his help is not found within himself, but the only way he is ever surviving all the calamity and chaos and everything that comes is, uh, is acknowledging who is the strength of his life. Now, that's, that's a pretty big statement there, and he joins that statement with, you're not only the strength of my life, but you are my song. And um, what is a song? Is a song? A, well, a song is a, uh, let's say, a two and a half minute expression of uh, melody and rhythm and lyric and uh, harmony. And um, let's see, what else? Would it, metaphor, imagery, all of those things joined together is the way we understand song. So what's being said here? Is it, Lord, you are the strength of my life. You are 
a melody that lasts about two and a half minutes long, uh, metaphor and imagery and rhythm, and da-da-da-da-da-da. No, that's not what he's saying at all. Song is one of the ways that life is processed and life is expressed. And whatever the song, whatever songs find their way into our culture is the way also, on a deep emotional and spiritual level, uh, we express intent and content and express emotions. And we process our life and we wait for our song to come back around so that we can agree with that expression of life again. You know, oh, they're playing our song. Or how many times have you thought when you hear a song, wow, I should have written that song. That so expresses who I am or what I'm going through right at this time. Another thing that songs do is they help us internalize truth. And uh, one way is with meditation, but also I want to uh, just add this to it's more than just meditation many times. God created music and song many times to not just stir emotions and, and, uh, and awaken uh, our minds, but to bypass the intellect at times and uh, go straight to the spirit. And that's one of the reasons that uh, music can be such a spiritual force in the earth and, it, and in our lives. Yes, we can certainly internalize truth through meditation and song and notes and tones and textures and timbre and all the things that make up what we consider to be songs are certainly involved. But there's also an, uh, uh, an internalizing of truth that can happen as uh, music bypasses the intellect and awakens the spirit to its truest identity. And, uh, and also... There's externalizing music and conveying truth through metaphor and imagery and melody and rhythm and so on. But, uh, you know, God's raising up songwriters right now all over the earth. You know, people are finding their voice in song, processing their lives uh, in a very different way uh, through their music. And, uh, uh, and, and, it's, and it's not about writing better songs, because writing better songs uh, is not the goal. Living a better life is the goal. And then allowing our spirit, our mind, our will, emotions, um, our, our humanity to express that experience with God. And the songs will just simply follow the truth that's alive in us. Also, uh, uh, songs are, are about a devotion to God. Devotion to God should be reflected in our dedication, not only to our songwriting, but our song singing. And, uh, you know, uh, an example of how we, how we process a, a better life musically is, you know, David would, uh, he, he'd be, he's being stalked by some, a murderous maniac, <laughs> you know, named Saul out to kill him. And all of the enemies of David's soul is all around him. The enemies of his life is all around him. I mean, he could suffer sure death with, with one wrong move. And while he's being stalked by a maniac and, and his army, uh, and they're attempting to kill him, you know, what does David do? Oh, wait a minute. Somebody hand me my harp. And he begins to sing. He begins to write. He begins to process his situation. 
through that the purest expression of the purest humanity, but yet he reaches out and finds out that the Lord is my strength in this situation. The Lord is uh, the only one I can trust. He is my tower in this situation. I will run into him. I will not be afraid. I will not suffer death at my enemy's hand. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to praise the Lord my God who is worthy to be praised for he is the strength of my life. And yes, he is my song. And, uh, you know, whatever whatever uh, distress we find ourselves in, you, you, you've never called on the Lord for help uh, in your weakness and a, and a need like that. Uh, you've never imagined God could actually answer. You ever been to those situations where you just think God cannot answer or you will not answer? Sometimes when you just begin to really lose hope, and that's when you find out that he reaches down from heaven to rescue you from whatever, like, like Psalm 144, he will rescue you from deep waters. He will rescue you from your enemies one more time because he is the strength of your life. And um, how, how can the Lord be the strength of my life? Well, the, that strength that comes from God and delivers us from death and, and delivers us from our enemies is, is the same strength that equips us to follow him and uh, be made to be safe from all the danger uh, that, that uh, the enemies of our life uh, carries and, and wheels toward us. And uh, it's not just phys- it can be physical, but it's also spiritual for, for, first and foremost, uh, because we need we need to understand that that is basically when we need the strength of God, we're actually asking for the salvation, save us, uh, keep us, redeem us, protect us. Uh, why? Because we don't have the power to save ourselves. And when you realize only God can save us, it's, it's, that, it's that thing where you realize when you have nothing left but God, you, that's when you find out that God is enough. And there's also uh, another beautiful aspect of song is uh, when you see that uh, our dedication as a songwriter, uh, songwriters, uh, and, and we don't have to diminish or limit that the whole idea of being songwriters to some professional professional uh, task or position and and that we've been um, somehow opened our gifting up more than other people and and we are the ones that create the songs for others to sing that can be a part of songwriting but let's let's change the uh, this idea just a little bit and let's think about how how much of your life should be dedicated to writing your prayers, uh, to to um, exploring the Psalms and find out those words that sing, those promises that are quickened to you, and not just pray those uh, prayers. And uh, but what about if we were singing those prayers, or or just pick one word out of a out of one of the Psalms? Pick that one word that sings to you, an awakened song in you. And begin to engage with uh, allowing your voice to find tone and melody and sing your prayers to the Lord. And um, uh, But, you, you know, reflect, let it be reflected in the way you live your life. 
driven by a plan or drawn by a person. Uh, it can be two different things. I don't want to be living a, a drivenness. I want, to, I want my destiny uh, to just find its song in the purest expression of who God is in my life. And He is my Savior. He's my Redeemer. He, he is one who has saved me as a result of His mighty right arm, His, his mighty right hand, His strength. Uh, it's, a, it's a destiny also versus just being desperate for the Lord. Uh, sometimes it can uh, be sung as David would many times uh, as an expression of desperation and crying out to God. But sometimes it's just agreeing with your destiny. You're agreeing that the journey that you're on, that the Lord will keep you in it and he'll keep you all the way through. And then that uh, becomes more destiny related because you find a determination to agree with who God is in your life. And he is the strength of your life. He is your song. Now, when we, when we think of songs of thanksgiving, you know, there, there's no shortage of them in Scripture, of course. You know, this week here in the, in the U.S., it's one of our most important holidays. It's, uh, it rivals Christmas, you might say, uh, because it's, uh, it's a time that families come together and, and stories are told and songs are sung and we're looking back and dreaming forward and we sit around the table with those that we love and and uh, this, and and we we bless and honor one another and and it's a time of thankfulness and and I remember of course when our kids were growing up you know uh, they would uh, they would say things like oh daddy you know uh, tell that tell that story about so and so you know or uh, and it would be a story that they'd heard a thousand times and and here they would say oh tell us about the time you said that you know. And when you were in Russia in 1992, or when you were, uh, tell us about the time when you were in that prison and you uh, did a concert in Sing Sing, you know, and uh, you did, and, and they would always just remember, they would have, they would tell me just enough of the story or a sentence that would give me an opportunity then to remember that day and tell that story one more time. And again, like I said, they'd heard it a thousand times, but no, you think I'm going to deprive those kids from a good story? <laughs> no way. Uh, and, and, and it brings us to a whole nother idea that's wrapped around story and song. See, um, as long as words have been spoken, stories have been told. And as long as stories have been told, Songs have been sung. And as long as songs are sung, children will be born. And as long as children are born, we must tell the stories. Otherwise, they will listen to a world that has ceased to care enough to remind them of who they really are. And uh, today is a, a good day to tell a story, you guys. Today is a good day to tell a story that's gonna, that shows them where dreams come from and what hope looks like. And, and who knows, one day I can about promise you that, that they're going to tell their children and their children will tell their children and their children will write a song about the hope that was in your story. And then their children are going to sing it. See, uh, I want to remind you, this is not about a five-year plan. It's about a 500-year vision 
with an eternal purpose connected to it. And your story should be gently waking the boldness in those that will sing tomorrow's hopes and dreams. And, you know, the world needs tellers. Uh, so be a teller. Uh, and why? Because tomorrow needs your story. And tomorrow needs to know that we lived a life acknowledging the fact that, Lord, you are the strength of my life. You are my song and you are my salvation. Unto a thousand generations may the world know that your blood is carrying promise and covenant. And it's being lived out through the songs that you sing and the stories that you tell. Anyway, got to go. God bless you. I hope, I hope you're having a wonderful day being thankful wherever you are.